anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 thanks for joining us today this is the hour of intercession i'm pastor joseph parker we invite you to look with us to begin with in the gospel of matthew matthew chapter 2 beginning at verse 1 Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said. For this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you, who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead ahead of them, and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Verses 1 through 12, Matthew chapter 2. Thank you, Father, for the wonderful gift of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for our you, our Lord and Savior, our King of kings, our Lord of lords. Thank you, Lord, for coming as the greatest gift the world has ever received. And thank you for the salvation and the eternal life that we have right now because you did come, because you loved us enough to come into the world to live, to die on the cross and rise again from the dead and make a way for us to be saved and spend all eternity with you. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of you. And Lord, this Christmas season, flood us with the spirit of grace, mercy, and peace that would encourage us to, with passion and grace, be committed to the wonderful work of evangelism and discipleship as a lifestyle as we share with the world the greatest gift the world has ever received. You, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you. And we praise you in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, love, thank you so much for these moments. And Father, I ask that you would move today in this broadcast. 
Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you so much for the Christmas season. That is a wonderful reminder and a wonderful opportunity to spread the gospel about your word, about how Jesus came in the flesh as you, God, and died on the cross to die for our sins. Wow, Father. Thank you so much for speaking to us personally and intimately. And thank you so much for scriptures that you can reveal your character and presence to us. Uh, Father, I ask that you'd move today and uh, build your kingdom here. In your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And once again, we're privileged to have as our co-host, Jade Holofield, once again, who's one of our fellow workers here at AFA. Jade, good to have you today. It's always a joy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm going to ask if you'll just say, share and help us start off with a word of prayer at this time. As well. I would love to. Um, and hello, gracious Father. It is always a joy to come to you. Father, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we know that you are here in the midst. Uh, Lord, I just ask that you would... Um, leading God our words, God, may we bring much glory to your name. Father, I ask that you would help us to articulate the scriptures in a clear, accurate manner uh, that will penetrate the hearts of the listeners, Lord, as well as ourselves. Um, may it be none of us, but all of you flowing through us, God. Help us to decrease so that you would increase. Uh, may we bring much glory to your name, Lord. Your word is rich and it really is sharper than any two-edged sword. Father, it pierces the heart, Lord. It help us to exist examine our own hearts, even us, Lord, as we are um, hosting the show, Lord, that um, we will be an example to others that we too still need Christ and that you are enough. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jade. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. We want to remind all of our listeners that the AFA Christmas buttons are now available through the AFA bookstore. You can go to resources.afa.net to find them. And the AFA Christmas buttons are a great tool and a way to help spread the joy of the Christmas season and to encourage believers to actually say the phrase, Merry Christmas. You know, uh, nowadays you often you see, you see or hear people say, Happy Holidays or something along that line. To eliminate, sadly, that eliminates hearing people say the word Christmas. And that's a tragedy because Christmas is about Jesus. And that's what the whole season is about, the Lord Jesus Christ. The AFA Christmas buttons are a great tool for wearing and sharing. And a simple Christmas button could help you to both help introduce you to an opportunity to share your faith as well. So you can order the AFA Christmas buttons in sets of 10 at the AFA bookstore. Go to AFA um, resources.afa.net. Again, that's resources.afa.net. We are very grateful and blessed to have as our phone guest today, once again, uh, Brother Philip Buttram. He's the president of the Gospel Track Society. Brother Philip, how are you today? God bless you guys. I am I am walking in the kingdom. All right. Always a privilege and an honor to have you come back and uh, be with us. And uh, if you would take a moment now to reintroduce yourself as well as tell our listeners what the Gospel Track Society is, please do that at this time. Oh, praise God. I, I am blessed to, to be of a heritage uh, of a ministry that uh, my father was called to this ministry back in 1926. As he was studying to be a missionary in China, God told him not to, not to go to China, but to print his word. And in that, God gave my father a couple of mandates. And the, the, one of the most important ones is to not have uh, the printed uh, doctrine of man, not to have philosophy, not to have anything but the word of God. So for Almost 100 years now, we have been printing gospel tracts in uh, uh, 
different formats, you know, single page, four page, eight page. And it's, 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 a, it's, it's a, the Word of God. A, a tract is basically a mini-sermon in printed form. Uh, I, I was in sales for many years and, and learned that, that you have just a few seconds to talk to someone to get their attention. They're either going to turn you off or turn towards you and listen to you. And the gospel tracts that God has given us are geared towards catching a person's eye and spirit within a matter of two or three seconds. Sometimes a person may take a tract and put it away, and God will call them back to it the next night, the next day, a month later. It's still there. It's still working. It's a sermon that does not die because the Word of God does not die. It is always fresh and, and ready to minister to, to the souls. So I've been back in the ministry for about 10 years after uh, mom, dad, brothers have, have uh, passed away, and we are, we are blessed to be still fruitful in the ministry of God. Uh, the, the future of the printed page looks brighter than it ever has before, and I just get excited at what God is doing. I don't know everything he's doing, but what I see and what I do know, I get excited because he is moving. He is talking to people. These are the last days, and sometimes mm-hmm. we may see a person one time. If we can impart to them a gospel tract that has the Word of God, that has a, a message of, of how to be saved, how to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then we have done the calling that God has called us, every Christian, to do. We're all called to be preachers and witnesses for God. Come on. The, a, gospel, a gospel tract is an, is an easy way, is a non-intrusive way to minister to somebody, either just hand it a tract to a person, Maybe asking, would you like a poem? Would you like a song? Uh, you know, something cordial. Um, and maybe give a testimony, maybe not. But God will take whatever we do, and he will bless it and cause it to grow, to further his kingdom and bring glory to his name. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate, again, just you sharing uh, just your thoughts to introduce our time of talking about the importance of the ministry of sharing gospel tracts, as well as the work of being involved in evangelism and discipleship. And I want to ask, Brother Philip, would you take a moment now to pray for listeners that they would hear and receive everything God wants them to receive through the broadcast today? Praise God. Father, we are your servants. We yield ourselves to you to speak your word, to hear your voice. And Lord, I ask that you would take these words that are spoken, wherever they may go, for every listener, Father, Prick their ears, prick their spirit, Father, not to hear my voice or Brother Parker's voice, but, Father, to hear your words, Father, to speak to their hearts. Your word is true. It is alive. Father, cause it to go deep into the spirit, to challenge us, to wake us up to, like, we are called your vessels. We are called to be in your service, Father. Lord, make your, your word alive. Make it true. Make it real in the hearts and minds of everyone who hears it and everyone who reads it in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you, Philip. Uh, Brother Philip. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, you know, now I, I had the privilege of starting off the broadcast sharing uh, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, a very familiar passage with probably most of our listeners. A beautiful story, a very powerful story. Yet, you know, this is a story I want to challenge and encourage every single listener. Spend time reading over it, not just once or twice, but several times, because there are many powerful insights and truths about the Christian life found in this passage that we uh, that talks about the Magi or the, the wise men. 
Now, it might have been three wise men, might have been two, might have been 50. It doesn't say. You know, we just think of three because we they mentioned three specific gifts. But there's so many insights there. But one of them is the fact that they did bring gifts to the Christ child, the Lord Jesus Christ. So they did, in fact, bring Jesus Christmas gifts, okay? But the fact is they brought ex- expensive gifts, which their family could use to help finance them for their time in Egypt. But also, there were prophetic gifts as well. And apparently, these three wise men knew the, these wise men knew the Lord because they were listening to God in the selection of the gifts. The gift of gold, of course, uh, points the whole world to the fact that Jesus is the king of kings. The gift of frankincense is a gift that lets the whole world know the Lord Jesus is our great high priest. And, of course, the gift of myrrh is a gift that's it's a, uh, a balm used for burial. And, of course, a reminder that Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice to come to live and die on the cross. They didn't just run by Dollar Tree and grab something inexpensive. <laughs> they brought something expensive and prophetic. And so, as we go through the broadcast today, we're going to talk about the importance of believers. Take time to pray about every gift you're going to give during the Christmas season. Ask God to guide you in the selection of the gift itself. And we're going to, we want to talk about putting gospel tracts in gifts as well and why that's important as well. So we're coming up on a break in just a few moments. So, But we want to, uh, Brother Philip has a whole a host of gospel tracts that are specifically geared towards the, Chris, towards the topic of Christmas and the Christmas season. So we're going to talk about some of those. And we're encouraging every single listener to take time to go on the website of the Gospel Tract Society and see both the Christmas tracks that they have available, but others as well. And we're hoping that you will prayerfully consider putting a gospel track, one or more, in every single gift you give away during this Christmas season. And of course, the goal behind that is one of our goals is we want to help as many people go to heaven as we possibly can. So we hope that you do that. Lord, thank you for the opportunity for us to share with listeners about tools and wonderful instruments we can use to help share the gospel, to help do the work of discipleship, and to love people enough to introduce them to the greatest one in the universe, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession, and our phone guest today is Brother Philip Buttram, the president of the Gospel Track Society. Our co-host is Jade Holofield. We'll be right back.
music of Mercy Me with joy. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Brother Philip Buttram. He's the president of the Gospel Track Society. And our co-host today is Jade Holofield in studio with us today as well. And uh, In part, we're talking about the ministry of giving during the Christmas season, as well as the wonderful ongoing ministry, both during the Christmas season and beyond, of sharing the gospel through the instrument of gospel tracks and doing the work of making disciples. So, Brother Philip, I want to let you jump right in and share about some of the tracks, the specific tracks that you all have, and also be sure and tell people how they can. If if listeners are wanting to give financially to help the work of gospel, the Gospel Track Society in view of the fact that you don't sell any tracks, you give every single one of them away, and if there are those who want to help financially with this work, they tell them how they can do that, as well as many of our listeners will want to order some so they can use them both during the Christmas season and beyond. Praise, praise God. First of all, I mentioned our web address uh, probably a couple of times. Uh, it's simply our name, gospeltractsociety.org. Uh, on the web page, uh, we have over 900 gospel tracks in stock. Uh, and they're by different categories, salvation, seasonal, Christmas. Uh, the tracks can be read on the webpage. They can be ordered on the webpage. And with the order, we can receive a, a donation. One of, my, the, one of the slogans that my dad adopted several years ago was, To all the world, to every creature, through the printed page. And God has used the printed page to save untold millions of, of people. And we're, we're blessed in this season we have probably 25, 30 tracks that are just Christmas tracks, uh, some for the children, some for prisoners. Um, and our newest one, uh, which was uh, published last month, is titled, Towards the Night, Jesus Came. Wow. It's not a spoof on the, the Christmas carol, but it's a, it's a, uh, a collar jerk of reality of Jesus coming and where are we, what are we doing? Uh, we have uh, uh, so many wonderful tracks. Uh, just to, to mention a, a few, we, we've got a, a couple of poem tracks. Christmas in Heaven. We're so glad you came. A present for Papa. Mary, did you know? The true meaning of Christmas. The story of Silent Night. We, ad- we address uh, different aspects of Christmas and the Christmas living. One of the, To me, one of the, the greatest seasons for Christmas the Christian kingdom family is, is Christmas when we, we do celebrate Christ, but yeah, the giving of gifts is, is secondary for, for a Christian, but the real reality of Christmas comes to play when you look on the other end of the spectrum of why Jesus came mm-hmm. and that was for Calvary to fully understand Christmas. You've got to go back and read the prophecies mm-hmm. about Jesus and his coming. Why was he prophesied to come? Mm. Is, is all in God's plan. And we have the ability to, when we give gifts, or in this time of, of cheerfulness and joyfulness, to be able to give a gospel tract to someone on the street. And being the season of giving, if they are more receptive, they're more open to the ministry, even though they may not know it's a ministry. They're open to Christmas. And the Christmas is, is our opportunity to say, okay, why do we celebrate Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's just not a time to cut down trees and go to TGNY or wherever. No. The real meaning of, of Christmas is Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
why he came, how he came, and what are we going to do with it? That's one right. Of the, one of the saddest things on the other side is that because Christmas is so joyful, Satan has turned it around and has used it as a point of depression for those who are, are not happy, for those who are alone, for those who are sad or without a job or are struggling. There are more suicides in this Christmas season yeah. than any other time of the year. Mm-hmm. Suicide, God is joy. God is peace. Right. I, I, I've got a, we received a letter just uh, today's thir- uh, Monday, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. from a, a dear lady who is in her 80s. And she ordered this, this tract, Twas the Night Jesus Came. Mm-hmm. She said, my husband was in the Air Force in Thailand in the 70s. Mm-hmm. He read a tract that stopped him from committing suicide and received Jesus Christ as his Lord. My Lord. As Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. As his Lord and Savior. <sighs> Praise the tract ministry. Mm-hmm. God's promise is still true. His, her husband found happiness and is still happy today. Praise, Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> there are so many, so many silent witnesses. You don't have to be there. You just have to sow the gospel seed of Jesus Christ. And the rest is on the Lord. I, oh, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. his, his word is true. It does not die. Mm-hmm. And we have the ability. We have the tools. We have the seeds to give someone a track. I'm looking at a track right now. It says, the wrapping doesn't count. It's mm-hmm. about a, a, a young boy who who wanted to give something, found a little gift, didn't have anything to wrap it in, wrapped it in newspaper mm-hmm. and put it on the note. The wrapping doesn't count, Daddy. It's what's <laughs> inside that counts. That's Amen. right. Mr. That's Phillip, right. I wanted to I wanted to ask you a question. Well and because I, I remember meeting you some time ago, you were here on campus, and I could tell you're you're you are a more seasoned gentleman, and I love your fire for the Lord. Because I think, and I say that with all, with all respect, of course, I notice with some elders that are a part of my life, they kind of have this mindset of, well, it's it's over for me. That's it. And I'm and I one thing that I've t- I've said to other elderly seasoned individuals is, if you still have breath in your lungs. You still have work, kingdom work to do. God is not done with you. And what wonderful way then to pass out gospel tracts. There was one I saw on your website, which is gospeltracksociety.org, a Christmas gift in prison. Like you guys think about every person that's that's in light in this world. Doesn't God? Doesn't God think about every person? Amen. I think think the, the, the passion for God, the passion for a ministry does not come with age or youth, it comes from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Moses was 80 when God burnt the bush. Come on, Philip. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. He he was, he'd given up work. He's on the backfield with the old sheep. But mm-hmm. God said, no, I got a, I got a job for you. Yes. I got a nation that is in slavery. Yeah. I want you to, to bring them out of slavery. Mm-hmm. Moses said, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm an old man. Mm-hmm. I stutter. God said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I got a young pup I'll put beside you. <laughs> he'll walk with you. He'll, he'll follow your lead. But mm-hmm. you are my vessel. You're going to hear my word. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care. I've got friends. I love them dearly. But like you said, they sit back and say, hey, I've paid my dues. I've yes. been there. I've done oh, that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I Yes. That's a gentle way of calling me old. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're seasoned. I, seasoned. Oh, okay. okay. I'm seasoned. I love it. <laughs> but I have got, I have developed, I've always loved God. I've always had a passion for this ministry. And even when I came back 10 years ago from 
a, a life out in the world as an airline pilot and an advertising direct, uh, director, executive. When I came back, okay, I'm working in the ministry. But after a couple of years, God said, okay, you're here, but you're not really here. Hmm. Come before me and get here. And I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't understand it, but I knew his word was true. And I began to humble myself in my office, on my face before the Lord. And the Lord brought back that springtime passion for him and his word. And it has been growing ever since. And that's why every month we're printing new material. Mm-hmm. Every month we put out a newsletter that ministers to the saints because the time is so short. That's right. We've got to be about my father's business. And these gospel tracks are a beautiful way of doing it. They're full four-color tracks. They have the Word of God. They're, they're easy on the eyes. They get the message across. And we can witness somebody without saying a word, or we can let our ministry take the Word of God and leave it with them in a, in a tract form. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, have, we have tracks about, uh, well, tracks on love, tracks on Christmas, uh, you know, tracks on, again, Calvary. Because of Christmas, because of Christ. Now, well, I have I have dear friends. I love them dearly. They do not celebrate Christmas because the origin of Christmas. Okay, that's the enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't care who we are, where we are. We need to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ every day, mm-hmm. and thank thanking for salvation through the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. Well, and okay. you know, Brother Philip, let me just mention too, and this relates to the uh, the passage that we read too, as it relates to the wise men too. You know, as I mentioned, uh, there's so many important lessons about following Christ found in this wonderful story. And these uh, wise men, they were not Jews themselves, but they came to find the king of the Jews to worship him. And so, again, there are many things in the story that clearly point out these men knew God and they were passionate about God and they were excited about meeting the king, the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, we too... We who know Jesus Christ, we should have a passion for worshiping him, following him, and living for him. And a big part of the whole idea behind why you give out gospel tracts is when you're full of the love of God, love gives and love wants to bless those around us. And the greatest gift we can give away is Jesus Christ to share the gospel. And the fact is love should compel us to want to share Jesus with the world around us. And so... Even the wise men, even though they've long since passed away and gone gone home to be with the Lord many years ago, their lives long after they leave this world are still pointing people to Jesus Christ. And that should oh, yeah. be our desire, too, to live in such a way that long after are gone, the memory of our lives point people, just like the wise men, back to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit has no trouble doing that. Our job is to be faithful vessels God can use, so... If I, if I bring, may bring it home just a little bit sharper and harder, mm-hmm. okay. I was reading Jeremiah last week, mm-hmm. and he said, I want you to present this gospel, this word, my word, to someone with a stiff neck, mm-hmm. someone that's got a hardened heart. Mm-hmm. If he rejects me, he rejects me. Mm-hmm. If he accepts me, you redeemed a brother. Mm-hmm. If you talk to him and he rejects me, your, or his blood is not on your hands. That's right. If you don't talk to him, and he rejects me, then his blood is on your hands. That's there right. are people we see every day. Mm-hmm. They are family members. Yeah. There are people we work with. When they, we go by the grocery store, whatever, mm-hmm. that we see. And if we have a passion and a full of the Holy Spirit, 
they are going to see God in us, mm-hmm. period. Sometimes they'll ask, sometimes they won't. But if we miss the opportunity to hand somebody a seasonal Christmas tract, the joy of giving, mm-hmm. the reality of Bethlehem, mm-hmm. if we miss that opportunity <clears throat> and that person dies in their sin, are we going to be held accountable? Mm-hmm. Or will Jesus be able to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into your peace mm-hmm. when we obey his word? And yeah, we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be embarrassed. I was just about to and say some, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people and, fear and, that. And, 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 and Christians, you know, okay. All right. Hey, who was rejected? Jesus Christ was rejected. Mm-hmm. He was killed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he turned to the, to the, uh, the man who was right today. You shall be with me in paradise. paradise. That's right. Okay, That's right. praise God. Amen. Tell, his, tell, his, tell his our listeners. I'm sorry. Brother Phil, <laughs> I was going to be sure and tell them how, if they wanted to get any of the gospel tracts you've mentioned, tell them how they can get them. I, and I, let me add this. Because of the season and the mail the way it is, if someone wants to order, they need to order by December 5th. We cannot guarantee the postage or the delivery of the post office, mm-hmm. but they can, they, can re, they can read the tracts. They can review the tracts on the web, mm-hmm. web page, gospel. TractSociety.org. They can order it with a donation to the ministry, and we will we will get kicked out. You know, we were we were printing Christmas tracks. We uh, secretaries was getting samples this morning. We're getting phone calls for samples. Mm-hmm. God, God is God is moving, mm-hmm. and they're available on the web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll send we'll send something out. You know, as as quick as we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we operate on on donations. You know, uh, we're supported strictly and solely by donations of the, the Christian family, you know, not by any denomination or church, but God has supported this ministry for almost 100 years through the church, through the, through the family of God. And we are, we are growing. I, I received a, a, I got an email on my desk right now from a gentleman in Southeast Asia. He wants us to print and ship thousands of the gospel comic book, the amazing gospel. And I like, God, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this by myself, Lord. He's enlarging your territory, Mr. Phillip. I wanted to share this, Mr. Phillip. So my husband, I, I'm married to an introvert. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, you about to say something else. No, no, go. I'm, I'm, I'm yours. Oh, well, I was just going to say, so there was one of your tracks. It says, if you are not a Christian, why not? And I was, there. there's my husband and I, we like passing tracks. And one day we were at a restaurant <laughs> and the track that we have, where, there's one track, it was just my favorite. It says, are you a good person? And <laughs> yeah. the, the young lady that was waiting on our table, she was, we, I, I love conversing with people and we were engaging. But the moment that I gave her a track, her entire attitude changed to the negative. Like she was offended. <laughs> and even my husband yeah. said, I noticed that too. So we live in the Bible Belt area and I'm aware wow. that a lot of people may go to church and they think that they they're saved because they go to church but i don't make that assumption that you're saved because you go to church you know what i mean so i still want to pass oh, yeah. out the tracks but her total like her complete attitude change oh man i guess we'll have to finish this on we'll, the other side we'll have to pick up on the <laughs> other side you're listening to the hour of intercession our phone guest today is brother philip buttram the president of the gospel track society we'll be right back
The music of Forever Jones with Gloria. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Brother Philip Buttram. He's the president of the Gospel Track Society. Our in-studio co-host today is Jade Holofield, and we're talking about the ministry of giving during the Christmas season. Uh, specifically, we're speaking about the giving of gifts that have a, a, a kingdom uh, kingdom meaning behind it, as well as giving out gospel tracts and being involved in the wonderful work of the sharing of the gospel and doing the work of discipleship in the Christmas season and beyond. Jade, I'm going to let you finish. You were started yeah, to share something. Yeah, the and let music you finish was what very sharing. rude. Isaac Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I, the point I was trying to make is that at the end of the day, it's not on on me. I, I as we as long as we're being a vessel, the gospel track that we have shared said, "Are you a good person?" And inside, what it's stating is people think that because they're a good person, they'll go to heaven. No, and it it gives the gospel that none of us are good without Christ. That mm-hmm. our goodness is only of Christ. That we need Him, and it gives the gospel. But she was offended because her whole attitude changed and my husband said I noticed that too and at first I started feeling bad so I went I, I brought this story up to say when you're passing out gospel tracts just have the mindset Lord I'm doing this for your glory to bring others to you and the rest is on him like as long as you're a willing vessel we can't control because what I'm believing is whatever she was going through because that the Lord may be convicting her in a, in, a, in, a, in a way that I'm not aware of. I don't live with her, you know, but mm-hmm. I know that I planted a seed. Either you're planting a seed or you're watering them. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Philip, did you have anything else you wanted to share before we go into time of prayer at this point? I'm going to jump on the back of that one real quick. You, you plant the seed with the lady. You don't know where it's going to go. Not only was maybe she's under conviction, but also the other voice is said okay don't do this you know you know what happened to your husband your 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 daddy you know he got drugged okay but the seed was set there it may mm-hmm. be in stony ground it may be in soil it may be in sandy ground but the holy spirit will cause that seed to grow in a day mm-hmm. a month a year we plant the seeds we're obedient god gives the increase amen amen and you know something i would add to that as well is that Many times when a person seems offended at something as it relates to the gospel, typically the Spirit of God is doing something. And sometimes that same person who's angry may, if they ever have opportunity, may come back and say, you know, I was angry that day, but the Spirit of God spoke to me when I went home and God dealt with me and I gave my life to Christ, you know. And sometimes it convicts them of something that they're struggling with or dealing with in their life. But again, keep in mind, if they get angry, something's going on. Yeah, And so it's good to know, let the Holy Spirit do his work because he knows what he's doing. Our job is to plant the seed, to water the seed, but it's God that brings the increase. Amen. I'm going to ask Planted if... in love. That's right. That's right. Always in love, certainly. Brother Philip, I'm going to ask, would you take time now specifically to pray for the church, that the church would be set on fire afresh with a passion to be about the work of the spread of the gospel uh, just as a whole, individually and collectively as well. Oh, praise God. I, t- times are so short. Leadership of the churches are under, under attack. And a lot, of the, a lot of the dear pastors don't know, how, don't know how to handle the pressure of the attack. Mm-hmm. Father, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we come before you again. Lord, we love the church. We love the church people. We love the staff. Father, renew within their spirits their yes. first love for you. Yes. Renew within them the passion that they once had when they received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And Father, take that renewal and cause it to grow into days of yes. uh, passion for souls, Father, to, to nourish and to feed, to draw their congregation 
closer to you by your Holy Spirit, and charging their congregation, Father, to, to see the reality of the lost world around them, their neighborhood, their houses, the other churches, uh, people, Father, that you so dearly love. Father, stir within the pastors and leaderships programs to teach the congregation to draw closer to you, to work in evangelism, to, to go, out, go outside the church, Father, to go within neighborhoods and the highways and the byways, Father, to spread your word, to spread your love, to spread your love during this season and through all the seasons, Father. Father, we, we, we ask you to challenge their hearts. Lord, just draw them to you, Father. May they, may they feel the, the urgent of the Holy Spirit to get close to you, Father. Ultimately, Father, so that your kingdom is multiplied and the glory comes back to you and your son, Jesus, Father. Lord, I thank you for the growth of the church. I thank you for the challenge of the church. And I thank you for the, the millions of seeds that are going to be planted in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. 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 Praise God. Jade, I want to ask, would you pray for families and married couples to, in a greater way, learn how to live life on mission, to live a, a lifestyle of sharing the gospel, which may involve carrying tracks wherever they go, but sharing the testimony, but just yeah. that more and more families and couples, as well as individual believers, would just simply learn to live life on mission as available vessels the Holy Spirit can use to do this work on an ongoing basis. Absolutely. I would love to. Um, and Father God, I am just so thankful. I love how you created marriage to represent Christ's love for the church. Father, I just lift up every married couple that's listening right now, Lord, or spouse that's married. And Father, I just ask that you would stir in their hearts a passion for uh, souls, lost souls, and sharing the gospel. Father, it's so easy for us to get so... Um, uh, overwhelmed or consumed, that's a better word, consumed with our own struggles in our marriages and our families with kids. But Lord, by the power of your spirit, I ask that you will help uh, married couples, including my marriage, Lord, to have our hearts set on honoring you and making disciples. Father, I know that you can use that as a tool to draw them even closer to you, Lord. When Amen. we're about your business, you will bless our business and give us Amen. wisdom and guidance and how to better honor you. Amen. Father, I, I believe it starts with the husband, Lord. They're the heads. And I just pray right now, Lord, that you would uh, rise within men of God, Lord, men who are over the, who are the covering of their wives and their children and give them an unction, Lord, like never before to pursue you, to pursue your will, to pursue Pursue the things of yours. And Father, I know the wife is going to follow. Lord, I pray for every wife. Lord, I ask that you would give them a heart to submit to their husbands and to have a heart to encourage their husbands in a loving and a Christ-like way and give them all a passion, Lord, of sharing the gospel. Help them to realize that their children are watching. And if they want them to be about your business and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, they're looking to them. Father, I pray this in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I ask that as they do go out and they share the word of God, Lord, to others. Lord, I ask that you would bless their marriage, that you would increase their love for one another in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Your your tactics of trying to destroy marriages, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And in destroying these children, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. God, I just thank you for what you're doing. 
and all, and all others that are listening, whether they're married or not married, I ask that you would stir within their hearts, Lord God, a passionate desire to love people. And I know that there are some folks that are, are hard to love. I ask that, that you would lead them in their prayer time to say, Father, help me to love them and to see them the way you see them. Lord, help us to pity those, God, who have who are so hard, Lord, that it's going to take the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit to break those hearts of flesh um, of, 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 of hardness and make it to a heart of flesh. Father, I ask you this in Jesus name, Lord, may much glory come to your name in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. 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 And I'm going to take time now specifically to pray for uh, young people that more and more God would raise up children and youth as well as young adults that function in maybe school settings or university settings, but they would be bold witnesses for the Lord. Father, thank you for the opportunity that children and young people and uh, youth and young adults have of being able to stand boldly for you, even in settings that may be hostile to the gospel. Thank you for the opportunity for us to be bright, shining witnesses who are living in such a way that we're set on fire of your Holy Spirit and that we're pointing the world to the Lord Jesus Christ, even when it's difficult, even when it's tough, but we're standing firm in love anyway. Lord, more and more, set young people and youth all over the world on fire of your Holy Spirit. Let your spirit burn brightly upon them in such a way, Lord, that they will uh, be bold enough to speak up for you, give out gospel tracts, live in such a way that their lives too reflect the presence and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ in their hearts and their lives and their lifestyles. And Father, more and more, raise up more leaders in the church that will be youth leaders and people that will uh, share the gospel with young people and live the gospel before young people and and even young people in families where it may be a hostile environment. Help them, just set them on fire in such a way that even there they would in love be bold witnesses. Use them to help their own families come to know Christ more and more. Use them to help turn their whole schools to, toward the Lord Jesus Christ and to point their whole schools to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for that opportunity. Thank you for all the young people you have and will continue to raise up for your glory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 Uh, Brother Philip, share one more time if someone wants to find out, how, if someone wants to get in touch with you to get gospel tracts from the Gospel Tracts Society, share once again how they can do that. Our, our phone number is 816-461-6008. And the webpage is Gospel Tract, that's T-R-A-C-T, society.org. All right. They can, they can review the tracks, they can order the tracks, and donate uh, directly from the webpage or by phone. All right. And, of course, again, they can, if they're able to, um, to, we're asking that every single listener that, obviously, if you're able to buy them and pay for them, that's a good thing because, of course, it costs money to print and produce these tools. But if you're a person that uh, maybe at, at the moment you may not be in position to do that, they they don't charge. They don't charge for a single gospel tract. And so, but I would encourage every listener to prayerfully consider, even if in some instances you don't manage to get to order tracts, pray, be prayerfully considered of the possibility of just giving to the wonderful work of the Gospel Tract Society because Again, for them to be able to provide these for, at no cost to those who are ordering them, again, that too is a, it, it's, it's a challenging reality, but the fact is we serve a God that's faithful, 
And so you can be a part of God's Amen. faithfulness in helping to support that important work. Well, we're also a nonprofit 501c3 organization recognized okay. by the government. So every donation, every contribution will receive a tax deductible receipt for their donation. All right. All righty then. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a great day, a wonderful day to make that step, to make that decision, to invite him into your life to be your Lord and Savior. If you'd like to receive Christ today and be saved, would you simply, from your heart, pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Today, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word daily. Help me to pray daily. Help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we are very much wanting to be in touch with you and connect with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us. We'd like to share with you some literature and some resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you again, joseph at afr.net. Thank you so much, Brother Philip, for being with us once again. Share one more time if someone wants to get in touch with you, order gospel tracts, or be in touch with the ministry, how they can do that. Our phone number, 816-461-6086, and the webpage, gospeltractsociety.org. Amen. Well, keep up the great work. Thanks for being with us today. God bless and keep you. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.